Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Oh, welcome. Come on in. Oh, it's Pour lovely to have you here. a glass of something. I, I felt like I said welcome really warm then. Like, yeah. And welcome. Yeah, it was very hospitality, Cheers, wasn't it? thank it's you. It's like Do I just arrived in. at the hotel at the Country Manor. Oh, hello. Sit on the tartan sofa and pat my greyhound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> I could carry this on to it gets really ridiculous. Oh my god, you and I running a B and B, can you imagine? No, it'd be awful, we'd be dreadful, Sarah. We'd have staff. No, it's no, because I've read so many articles on this because I have all the dreams of like I'm the true Londoner of like the dreams of moving out yes. and having a B and B. And I've read all the harrowing articles where journalists have to go out and try it and they're like I didn't think I'd have to get up at five. And no. these people out there from London having breakfast and I'm there changing their beds. No. I was like, oh, oh no. God, how awful. I'm going to say it again. Staff, kitchen staff, housekeeping staff. All we want to do is wander down at two in the afternoon with a glass of something and go, welcome. Do you know, and I'm sorry that we haven't done the intro credits, but we're cracking on to this story yeah, now. Go on. I have just got back from the most outrageously fabulous B&B ever. Wherever Hastings. Oh, lovely. And it is owned by a gay couple. Yep. One is a vicar. <laughs> Contro. Fun. The house is this huge Victorian house, all with these matching lace curtains. So when you go up when you come up the drive, it's like, do you ever use goosebumps? As yes, a kid? yes. It was like being in the book <laughs> Goosebumps. And then you have to pull the doorbell. They were hoping a... for some Dickensian dream. <laughs> oh, it's like Goosebumps, isn't it? Did you read Goosebumps? <laughs> but you know doorbells where you grab them and then you pull them out? Yeah. They had one of those and then, boom, the door opens and there's this bustly woman with rosé cheeks and she's like, hello, like really happy. And you go in and every wall is Thick floral wallpaper of every different type of colour. Divine. There is pictures everywhere, artefacts. They had like taxidermy all over the place. It was mental. It like, sounds actually divine. Mental. So in our bedroom, there was like my friend, her other friend, and then I was on a camp bed because I refused to stay in a bed with my friend Michelle. Like, right. She wriggles about no end. Dreadful. You can um, really hate a friend in that moment. Can't well, you, it was when awful. When we first moved in together, she had just moved back from China and she used to speak Mandarin in her sleep. Oh my god. And gosh. kick about and writhe about and speak Mandarin. And I was like, this is horrendous. I've never wanted this. I've never wished I'd fast tracked my bed more than I did on that order. 
<laughs> so um, you'd, it was... you'd ring them, wouldn't you, in that moment? I'm coming to get it myself. Don't deliver it. <laughs> yes, yes. Where's your warehouse? Yes. <laughs> Timbuktu, no problem. <laughs> I'm leaving now. Um, but we in this giant house, because it was so rainy, we couldn't go out. Yeah. Um, we played. I introduced sardines. So many people had never played sardines. I love a game of sardines. So do I. Now, if you are not familiar with the game sardines, it's hide and seek where one person goes and hides and it's a group. Yeah. Then one by one, you go and look for this person. And when you find them, you have to hide with them. Yes. The idea is that by the end of it, you're all lying there like sardines. Or you're in a wardrobe together or something. Now, but this house was perfect. Like All the beds were super high off the ground. Yeah, yeah. Huge wardrobes, galleys, hiding places, secret servants' quarters, passages. Did you have the whole house We then? hired the whole house. Oh, my so there's God. Like 15 just of us. lovely. We did live drawing at one point, which was hilarious because the guy was so casual and literally would just talk to all the girls like, hi, I'm Dave. Literally, <laughs> schlong in face. <laughs> and me, because I've done spray tanning for so long, I was like, God, it's like work. Yeah. I would have to draw him, do I? Can't I just paint him? <laughs> but yeah, people didn't even know what sardines was. Oh, my god! And gosh. I loved it. And there was lightning yeah. going on outside. And we were oh. playing sardines. It was so magical. It sounds like the hen do I want. It sounds... Write it down for me. Write the place down. That's what I want to do. You will love it. You'll love this place. And they did the best scrambled eggs ever. And I judged them by their scrambled eggs. So have they got... Do they they come in and cook for you and everything? They do it all. Champagne bellinis. Oh, yes. They play the piano. And do they organise... Log fire, everything. Do they do the life drawing? No, we booked that separately. Right, you got him in. I'm kind of a useless bridesman, if I'm honest. No. Tom kind of spearheaded well, it everything. sounds like an absolute joy. It sounds fantastic. It was amazing. So do they just hang around, feed you and then bob off home? No, they live there. Oh, they live there. So you've got to be quite good. Yeah, but while, yeah, but while we're playing sardines, you know, yeah. we're like eight fizzes in or whatever, yeah. all sloshing all over the place. One girl, off she went to hide, yeah. swung this door open thinking it was a bedroom and then, then there they were having their TV <laughs> dinner and she was like, oh, terrible, sorry. <laughs> Back to them. There is something about seeing those behind quarter rooms, isn't there? Oh, sorry, this is your actual house. Sorry about that. <laughs> but I said to her, I was like, to be honest, the best place you could have hid was with them watching telly. Yes. No one would have come in there. Oh my God. I remember this B&B that we once stayed in when we were kids. And the main thing that I remember about it is when you had your breakfast, they also did dinner, right? And you had to order your dinner. So they'd ask what oh, you I wanted. Oh, I hate ordering yes. meals so far in advance. I know, but it was hilarious. Like, you've just had your scrambled egg, you've just had your toast, your bit of cereal, and then they're like, sweet and sour pork tonight, we're thinking. Like this, and you're like, oh, oh I don't know, I can't really think about it right now. And it would come, they were the biggest portions of like comedy triangle cone food portions. A Wakefield portion. You know when you eat something and you feel like you've been eating it for ages and it just doesn't go down. Like there's just no... The like, magic it, meals. Like, yes, it's They're just the magic come meals. out. And at the time, you know, talking about it now, I just think that would be wonderful. At the time, you know, being an eight-year-old and just being overfaced by this kind of roll dal style giant plate of food <laughs> that you just can't ever get through and you don't really like sweet and sour pork anyway. Sweet and sour's weird. Sweet and sour is weird. And I remember like having it in the 90s as you know when it was like Uncle Ben's out of a jar and it was exciting. It was a new tea. Did you have it at school for school dinners? Yeah. We had sweet and sour. Yeah, and sometimes it would be in a ball. Yeah, like, we know? had it in balls. Yeah. Weird. weird. That's before Jamie Oliver took over. We That's... were really we got the raw deal, didn't we? I know. School dinners were so Oh, rank. my God. I just remember a lot of chicken Kiev. A lot of chicken Kiev. 
I have a harrowing memory of Chicken Kiev from back in the day when I ate chicken. And I remember cutting into the Chicken Kiev at school and it's squirting the garlic juice on me oh. and me being mortified that all day I could smell garlic. Oh, no. I was like, oh, I stink. I, I stink. I can totally understand why that would finish you off. You were like, I am done with, I'm done with chicken. I'm done with Kievs. Yeah, that's It was me a short-lived Kiev. eating yeah. Kiev career. <laughs> I can't risk this again. It's not for me. <laughs> Sheila, never give me a key ever again. Throwing them at yeah, the argon. Yeah. No, I will not have that tripe. <laughs> I once got in a lot of trouble in the school canteen um, for stabbing a girl's chicken Kiev. She was like, I don't want this anymore. And we were having a laugh with the whole thing. And I started comically stabbing it. And the headmistress was like behind me like, what? <laughs> like this. And you know when the whole canteen goes quiet? Like if somebody drops something, it all goes quiet yeah. and everyone cheers. And it was like that. And everyone, you know, it was like, boom, like looking at me. And I was like, she was like, how dare you do that to somebody else's food? And you know Especially when you wanted... a Kiev. <laughs> Lovely Kiev like that. And I was like, oh, I wanted to go. She didn't want it anymore. But you know, you open your mouth to speak and they look at you like you're not... Don't, don't even dare. Think about yeah. answering back. And I had to go and sit over the side. I had to pick up my tray and walk through this silent canteen and put it down at the other end. Harrowing. It was, actually. It really was. <laughs> Anyway, coming up on the podcast on this episode, yes, <laughs> little detour there. <laughs> um, news from the North is on the way a little bit later on. What is yours about? Bargains. Oh, good. <laughs> Mine's about metal detectors. Ooh. Yes, yes, yes. Also, uh, we will have uh, June. News from June. And Ken. Oh, good old Ken. Ken's in the trade um, this week. Is he? Mm. excited about that um i i wanted to tell you this because i know you'll appreciate it we've talked about this on the podcast before about how dreadful my driving is i've never been in the car with you i'm yet to experience it one year on I know, Sarah. I know, how much true. have i driven you <laughs> you've ferried me about here and there it's been like driving miss daisy i haven't had a taxi for months <laughs> jules come on it's raining come and get me no you're like downing street you just put that light on yeah, <laughs> yeah. bring the car like round. lady penelope yes. round i come <laughs> But I am, I'm just not very confident. So I'm trying to drive a bit more. So this weekend I was like, right, I'm going to drive to Big Sainsbury's. That's what I'm going to do. That's my journey for today. Oh, the one in your neck of the woods. Oh my God, it's like eight minutes up the road. That car park's difficult though. Let's talk about that car park. I know that car park. (laughs) I got trapped in that car park. Well, let's just explain how the car park works because it is like in London, the big supermarkets, especially the Sainsbury's actually, yeah. they are located in very built-up areas. Yes. So their car parks are not at the side like most supermarkets. They're underneath. Yes. But they have a very... It's even weirder in this particular Sainsbury's because you go down in the middle, but there's sort of space around that ramp down. But that space around the top, I never think is Sainsbury's space. Well, turns out that's because it isn't. Ah, uh, right? yes. So some of it's disabled parking, right? Mm, which However, you are not. Which I am not. No blue badge here. <laughs> I was like, oh, what's this bit? It's like it's like a semicircle thing. I know right? it well. I drove in, sunglasses on, music blaring. I was like, drove in, right? Handbrake up. Yeah. I drove in, right? Sunglasses on. 
and saw a sign that was like permit holders only and yeah, I was like strong. oh no this isn't Sainsbury's right so I drove to go out of it I was fenced in it was a gate at the other end so I was like oh no I'll simply do an 84 point turn <laughs> to turn myself around and I'll drive out the way I came in no the barriers the, the, the gate that ended shut I was trapped I was trapped in this John was meeting me there his face was just at the fence like what are you doing oh my god you've got Sarah. yourself stuck I'd got stuck in this bloody thing if in doubt Always go down the ramp. Yes. And you drive a little go-kart. Yeah. Not like my family wagon. But they're tight. Yeah, they are. I bet they are. Do you duck when you go under it? You know, if you think your car's too high. No, I'm not an idiot. (laughs) We we always used to do that. I breathe in when I'm going through a tunnel, though. I'm like... Do you? Like, when I'm trying to get in a space, I'm like, breathe in, breathe in, breathe in. Come on, here we go. In. (laughs) And then I can't open the door and I have to get out of the boot. We always used to duck. Always. When you're going under one of those maximum heights things. Oh, just duck down. Hilarious. Anyway, um. Eventually, I found a small button that said exit, which I pushed, and the slowest gates in history began to open. I was like, come on, I can't get out, I can't I get like out. I like to think that they're like the drawbridge. Yes. You know, down yeah. they come. <laughs> but then I found myself driving out of Sainsbury's, so I had to go all the way oh, around that the one block. Way. Oh, yeah, nightmare. to come back in, honestly. And that is me driving. That is, that is always something that happens to but me when I drive. But you'll never do it again. No, I won't do it again. I'll go down the <laughs> ramp. Talking of ramps, when I first passed my driving test, Sheila and I car shared for a bit. Lovely. Um, and I was going down a multi-story and I I was in too high of a gear. Yeah. And it <laughs> yeah. just kind of went <laughs> like this. I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, what have I done? Oh. Anyway, I got home and I was like, mum, I've scratched all the underneath of the car. She's like, don't worry, darling, I do it every time in that car park. She's like, he'll never know. <laughs> She's like, you see that didn't there? That's where I went into the wall at the doctor's. Don't worry about it. I think on the like the second time after I'd passed my test, I reversed into, you know where you put the trolley back? You know, those oh, sort of yeah, stamps. Yeah, 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 yeah. I backed straight into one of those and the bumper fell off. <laughs> Honestly, I am dreadful. I'm a terrible... I told you that I crashed into that badger. I drove... I was driving along. I mean, this is the perils of the country. Driving along, this badger came out of nowhere, right? It didn't stand a chance, unfortunately. <laughs> and I mean, I'm they so are jealous like, that you've seen a badger. I've never seen one. Well, I only saw it as it flew under the tyres in front of me. <laughs> oh. It was like... <clears throat> it Honestly, it was like a boulder. Boof. That car, right... I smashed everything on the front of it, including the radiator. Somehow I'd got through to the radiator. Another car that I had, when they came <laughs> I like to... that you say radiator, like you know where oh, it I is. I don't have a clue. It's just, you know. <laughs> just imagining... something you say, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Can you believe <laughs> Dipstick. it? Dipstick. Gosh. I just remember everyone at the time going, you even got the radiator. And I was like, gosh, really? Wow. <laughs> Couldn't couldn't tell you. Didn't know. There was one car. There was one car that when they came to sell it, everything was uh, dented apart from the roof. <laughs> I'm a dreadful driver. I'm so bad. Talking about powers of the country, my best friend Lucy. Um, she had a lovely new mini at school, all shiny, shiny. And she yeah. lives near a Ford. And at the Ford, a Ford is like something that you drive through, the river that you drive through yeah, to get yeah, to the yeah. side. Yeah, 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 fun. And no good for a mini. No good for a mini because she went through and it's one of those Fords where all the kids line up to watch the cars splash. Yeah. In she went. <laughs> and the car flooded with water. <gasps> no. <laughs> she had to like claw her way out. Phone her dad. She was literally like a mile from her house. Oh and my like, God. 
the minis in the Ford. And like big JCB had to come and just pull it out it's in like, front of everyone. It's like spy talk, isn't it? The minis in the Ford. <laughs> the goose flies at night. The cow is brown. <laughs> the crow has fled the nest. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, love doing gosh. spy talk. You know, when you're speaking to someone, do you ever like yes. pull your earlobe as a joke? <laughs> <laughs> like pull your earlobe no. and raise your eyebrows and be like, are we on the same page? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My ex-boyfriend's best friend used to have this amazing game at airports where he'd have his suitcase yes. and he'd go and stand next to someone at the luggage belt, put his suitcase down, look at them, raise his eyebrows and nod and then walk away and leave the suitcase behind. <laughs> You, well, you wouldn't get away with that no, now. No, you'd be that gunned was, down. I know, that was the 90s for you. There was no no having a laugh now around customs. Listen, shall we do a bit of our beloved correspondence from the Port Salou crew? Let's. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, how get 20, 20, how get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So the first one via Twitter comes from Carol Lou Smith. There, you know when it's all joined together, you're like, (laughs) Carol Lou Smith, what What is that? (laughs) And um, she has said, I knew it! But she was adding in another tweet saying apparently the key to living longer life is eating cheese. No. And there was a whole article on the Metro (gasps) that cheese is anti-aging and it keeps you going for longer. Well, thank goodness. At last. No wonder we both look 11. (laughs) (laughs) Shoves ointments to the side, replaces with brie. (laughs) So this has come in from Becca Green. When you miss the 10pm train, but it's okay because you've got Jules and Seth to keep your company. Hashtag podcast loving. Oh, love oh, that. Oh, Becca, shame about the train. Um, the next one comes from Miriam Gronley. It's one of those weird um, O's with the line oh, through. Oh, yes. Know, foreign O. Foreign O. A Scandinavian O. <laughs> Was going to try and do a Scandinavian do accent. It. Then I don't think I can do No, that's, I'll do Austrian. Why not? Okay. I blame this Sarah Paul and Jules von Hepp after listening too much of their wonderful podcast. And then she's added a massive slab of cheese. And isn't that a posh port salut? 
I think it is, because it does say Port Salou on it, what? right? Oh, yes, it yeah. does say Port Salou on it. Which is interesting, because it's not the normal orange Port Salou that we've been talking about. Gosh, that looks gorgeous. It does, actually. A, a chic Port Salou. Honey, honey, if you're listening, do let the headquarters know yes. where this cheese is located, well, actually, if we can portray Yeah, well, no, buy it and send it. We'll give the address out very shortly. Yeah. We do accept cheese in the post. It's happened before. Yes, the PO box is so cold it will not date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a big hire uh, now to Erin Brr. Um, when I find myself in times of trouble, Jules and Sarah come to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it cheese. Almost one of your cheese jokes, mm, in fact. It is good, I enjoyed yeah. it. <laughs> so look, how on earth is Ken? Ken has been the dad of dads oh. at the moment. He's been so delicious. I mean, it's also really nice because you know how we've shifted from Sheila to Ken? Yes, yes. And like, I've now got to, I am speaking to them a lot more. Yeah. So like with Sheila, it was like good twice a week because, you know, it was one call to see how you are, second to just really bank up on content. Yeah, fine. I wasn't really interested how she was. I just <laughs> needed the tails. But now she's got used to twice a week call. But now with Ken, I'm like, God, I'm going to have to call him a lot as well. Yeah. Then, like, I'll call them both and then they'll put me on loudspeaker and then I'm like, Ken, take me off loudspeaker and I'm like, listen, what have you got? Ah. <laughs> it started off as such a natural thing, didn't no, it? No, it's podcast. like, listen, come yeah. on. Anyway, um, he doesn't know I'm going to tell this story. So, going through the breakup, you lose certain things. So, like, you have to split all your belongings. Yeah. One of ours was the television. Yeah. It belonged to my ex. That's fine. Ken... There has been warehouse surplus stock of televisions. Are you interested? <laughs> Sorry, Ken. Hang on a minute. Falling off the back of a lorry, Del Boy, is this? Who's selling him a this telly down is the pub? Kenneth Trotter at his finest. <laughs> down the wine bar. Here, I've got a couple of them tellies, Ken. Do you, do you think you might be interested? And Ken, literally, when he gets going, he gets going. So on their estate, when they were growing up... All the people on the estate clubbed together and paid the BT man to wire their BT so they all got free phones. They paid him (laughs) instead of BT. Genius. And so Ken has got me a massive TV. Now he's supposed to... No questions asked. No questions asked. It might be a foreign plug. We can sort that. (laughs) I said to Ken, am I going to wake up in a pit of flames? Yes. (laughs) Is this thing, is this going to be the death of me? Or with the police on your doorstep, sir, we'd like to talk to you about this television. No one knows my address except you, Sarah. So if they find me, (laughs) I'll find you. Imagine that. It's like, I won't say a word. Opening the door to the police. No, I know exactly where he is. So I've asked him to bring this this legal television down yeah. and he refuses to bring it on the train. Says it's too big. Well, I can understand I'm now, that. I've had the tape measure out going, hell, how big yeah. is it? Trying to measure the alcove that oh, I've got. Oh, you can't bring a telly on the train. You can. No, not... You can take anything on the train. <laughs> you put your mind to it. Excuse me, excuse me, thank you, excuse me, sorry. Do you mind if I move this? Sorry. So yeah, I've got to go home and get this television, but he's coming down to London to help me plant plants. Oh, he's so lovely. He's so isn't lovely. He? He's coming to London. He's going to have a nice time. We're going to have a lads' weekend. Oh, 
and what a pair of lads you are. It'll be brunch this, pedicure that. <laughs> Ken does love a fluffy robe, to oh be fair. Oh, my God. And he loves the spa. doesn't? Who doesn't love a spa? Speaking of fluffy robes, yes. how is our June? Do you know what? June, God, she's on good form, actually. She went to, um, she went to a car wash that she doesn't normally go to. She right. is living on the edge. I know. She was passing through. She was going to meet some friends at Chatsworth. <laughs> so she thought, well, to hell with it all. Let's bob in here. And the best thing about being up north is, you know, when you, you it's not one of those uh, places that's like on a, a petrol station. This is a proper drive in. You give the bloke your key. You're like, yeah, I'll be back in 20 minutes. And they clean the lot for you. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so it's yeah, like yeah. a proper Sorry, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, a fiver. It's a fiver. No, where is it? Near Chatsworth? Yeah, in Derbyshire. Honestly, it's 13 quid in London. Because <laughs> I'm not far. Can I chill around far? We can, we can meet halfway. 13 quid, though. I'm it writing is in it London. down. Yeah, write it down. Oh, it is. It's 12 for mine in, in, near me. I can believe it. And mum was like, I tell you what, it was Buxton. It was in Buxton. Oh, yeah, yeah, she was yeah. like, Buxton's the place to live for fresh air, a good co-op and thrift. That was a review. <laughs> thrift. A thrift, because it's only a fiver. But she kept going on about this bloke. This bloke cleaned her car she had to stand back she just had a blow dry you uh, know how she feels with her hair she couldn't risk a drop of spray not even a spritz getting up that so she's <laughs> like stood back avoiding it right this bloke had a fag hanging out of his mouth the whole time didn't get a drop wet she was like i don't know how he did it she was like there was spray going everywhere and his fag stayed lit in his mouth the whole time that's a seasoned professional and when she was paying when she was paying, she was like, I gave him a tip. And then she sort of had this soft moment when she was like, I don't want to encourage him smoking by giving him a tip. But at the same time, why not let him smoke so others can enjoy the spectacle? <laughs> <laughs> did a car smell a fag say? No, she said it didn't. She said it absolutely didn't. And then but she did notice, right? Miracle when, smoker. <laughs> as she, she was keeping it dry, uh, his large dog lifted its leg against the uh, front left wheel. Arch. <laughs> you paid extra for that. <laughs> Mum was like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> this bloke with a fag. The dog's having to wee up the car and mum's spray. Oh, God, it's just hilarious. <laughs> that is why it's a fiver. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you never know what you're going to get. Gift with purchase. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Fagash Bill. Hilarious. Shall we have news from the north? Let's. This news from the north comes from the Lincoln Lights. Oh, not heavy news, just not gentle news. light news. Um, I feel like I found a few more good titles as well recently. Well I've done, done some real digging. Lincoln Village Pub closes suddenly. What? A Torxy pub has closed unexpectedly, leaving customers confused and worried over event deposits. Oh, no. Oh, that's naughty, that is naughty, isn't it? Customers who had party bookings have received calls to advise that Hume Arms on Main Street is no longer trading and they will need to find an alternative venue to host their event. Well, hang on. What about me deposit, love? Don't worry about don't worry about me Christmas. They've gone there in the sunset. Yeah, yes they have. However, no information was given as to how these customers could claim their deposits back. Mm. The pub now has signs in the window and on the menu board confirming it has ceased 
trading. <laughs> oh, look, don't get excited about the menu because we're not doing it. We're not they doing it anymore. It over the menu. This is what you could have had. <laughs> <laughs> One customer who did not wish to be named said, we have received a phone call today informing us that they have closed the business and we have no idea how to get our money back. When we asked how we would get our money back, he basically hung up. We placed the deposit <gasps> with them for a girls' night out. It was only recently, so it makes me wonder if they took the money knowing full well that it would not go ahead. Scandalous, this. That's awful. Articles like this that really give the North a bad name, yeah. to be perfectly honest <laughs> with you. The venue is owned by Enterprise Inns and was bought last year from the Ever So Sensible Group, which also runs the Horse and Groom in Lincoln. Well, look out. Oh, gosh, they're really tarnishing with brushes yeah, here. Yeah, Absolutely. A spokesperson for Enterprise Inn said we can confirm that unfortunately the publican at the Hume Arms in Torquay has had to close the pub due to personal circumstances. Ooh. And we're currently reviewing the options for the pub. Anyone with inquiries relating to upcoming booking should call insert number and ask for Mark or James who can assist. Good. At least Mark and James, the, the knights in shining armour in this sorry tale. <laughs> Mark and James are just the, the automated voicemails. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're like, hello, deposit, yeah, no news. How much was it right? We'll get back. This has come from the Lancashire Telegraph. Oh, oh uh, new title yeah, for you. Yes. Bride's tears of joy after metal detecting duo find engagement jewellery 18 months after it was lost. <gasps> Two metal detectorists induced floods of tears when they reunited a bride with her diamond engagement ring 18 months after she lost it. Ted Little, 56, and his fellow detectorist Gavin O'Hara answered a social media plea from a woman after she lost her precious platinum and diamond ring whilst attending to her horse at a farm near Morecambe. Gosh. Ted and Gavin, who have been treasure hunting together with their detectors for around 18 months, travelled to the farm along with other people willing to help last month. Ted, an engineer of Cambridge Street, said, I saw something on Facebook more than a year ago and made arrangements to travel up and help. We believed the ring was worth thousands and obviously of great sentimental value. However, my detector got stolen, so the plans fell through. But in August, I saw the bride still wanted people to help. Ted and Gavin spent four hours at the rural site after the bride described the movements she'd made on the day she'd lost the ring. Gavin of Thorn Lane said, we were just walking back to the car a bit downhearted when I got a strong signal. Uh-oh. I dug her down about four inches and there it was. It was an incredible feeling. We were both <sighs> ecstatic. Locals were saying where we found it, had been badly flooded twice since the ring was lost, so the find was even more unlikely. <laughs> Gavin and Ted met the bride at a nearby pub where she tearfully placed the ring back on her finger. Filthy, it would be. Oh, Ted, yeah, he needs to put it in some gin. Yeah, the feeling we both got when we got to give it back to her was incredible. To see the bride so happy was an experience money can't buy. The bride <laughs> said she was absolutely devastated when she discovered she'd lost it after her husband sold his car to buy it for her. Oh. She said... I had about 10 detectorists up to find it, but no one succeeded until Ted and Gavin. The field often gets flooded when the tide comes in, so I'd come to the conclusion it had been taken out to sea or been dragged by a tractor. I said to them, if they could not find it, I would call it a day. They'd been searching for a few hours when they phoned me and described it to me. I was in tears. I was shaking when they picked it up. Imagine if they'd gone, we found a ring. Yeah, go on. Yeah, gold, square. No, <laughs> no. that's not it. <laughs> They were such nice guys. I said I must give them a reward, but they said the look on my face was enough. 
Well, a bit of a pint probably wouldn't have gone yeah. amiss. The pair have said they are now looking for other locations to use their detectors. They've... I like the fact that they're called detectorists. Yes. Any landowners who give their permission for them to practice their hobby can contact him. And he's got even a mobile number here. I like that a lot. I think we should get them up for Junes. God knows what she's got lurking around over there. All sorts. Yeah, all manner going on. Now, do you want to play Would You Rather? Always. Would you rather... Have your grandmother's hairstyle or her first name? (laughs) (laughs) Which grandma are you going to go for? (laughs) Both have such feminine names, Alice and Mary. So So it's not like there's not like a Francis that I could like. And and describe their hair. Grandma Mary's was big, thick and bushy. (laughs) (laughs) Right to the bitter end. Oh, it was a devil to her her whole life. (laughs) She was a real she was a real farmer's wife. You could tell she'd been out with the cattle for a long time. There was was no conditioner strong enough. There wasn't enough conditioner in the world. (laughs) Um, But such volume. And then Grandma Alice had real straight hair. Mm. She was an ex-blonde, so it had gone very, very white and then it curled up at the sides. Oh. Mm, fancy. Gosh, I feel like you're making me pick favourites. <laughs> no, I'm going to go. Name. This is so hard. It's good. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go, and there's no preference. <laughs> go on. With Grandma Alice's hair. <laughs> is that the big hair? The no, oh, that would sorry, be a nightmare. Stra- yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the straight with the flick. This is the straight with the flick. You've got to find a picture to put on the Facebook page. I reckon, because I'll be yeah. able to style it out. And I want you to put your face on hers yeah. as well. Like, do a face swap <laughs> so we can see her with your hair. Oh, my gosh. Listen, we adore you for listening to us. And <laughs> Utter nonsense. This ridiculous <laughs> ch- chat that we have week on week. You are the Port Salou crew. If you are listening to this, you're already in. Um, and you can write to us. We absolutely love that. It is P.O. Box 66747. London. NW5. 9GH. I love doing a tag yes, team. That's I good. I it. Um, I am at this Sarah Powell. And I'm at Jules Von Hepp. You can always get us morning, noon or night on that. <laughs> and we do always finish on Jules's word. Oh, no, we have... You forgot the cheese joke there, my yes, friend. Yes, I did, actually. Damn. Um, <laughs> go on. Have you got the cheese joke? When should you keep an eye on your cheese? Oh, God. I don't know. When it's up to no gouda. <laughs> Great! Just horrible. We do always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week, however. What have you gone for? Affirmation. Oh, gosh. Go on. I assume full responsibility for my actions, unless they are somebody else's fault. (laughs) Great. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next time. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.